It's Friday, January 22nd, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. Join us for our quarantine episodes as we self-isolate in New Brunswick leading up to the Hubcap Comedy Festival. On today's episode, we discuss your honor, Midnight Sky, the number of people needed to start a human colony. We talk the Biden inauguration, and we have a new sponsor, plus the Daily Dose with Jen Grant, your comments, and more. And it all starts now. Nope. Why don't we do a take two? Uh, wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Vaudry. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Heidi Delaseppi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am yeah. I doing? <laughs> Julian Dion Comedy Hour? You're listening to the... <laughs> Fuck some comedy <laughs> See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Dazing, Not really. I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Tonight, we all. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. Eh? <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio in the beautiful Gatineau you know, Hills. Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is Jean Paul, aka the Island Hipster, hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Tola. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Six. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA System. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Show you and me below, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People, I need to lose. Sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. so far from me. Welcome to the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. I went to school. Yeah, I learned That's right, Jen Grant, finally on camera. After all these months, after 10 months of off-screen action. I don't know if I can handle the excitement. There she is, ladies and gentlemen, in all her beautiful glory, Jen Grant, comedian extraordinaire for those watching live on YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, which is almost non-existent at the end of March, will be Twitter Live, Twitch, our Twitch people. Good morning. Good morning. 
and Daily Motion. <laughs> Who the hell watches on Daily Motion? Nobody. Twitchy poos. I'm. Uh, this is a very unnatural place to have the mixer. And how often do you have to tweak that? Not often, just off the top here. And if if our mic levels are uh, out of whack during, I usually. How do you tell with those lights? Yeah, with those lights, and I have a monitor on my computer screen here. Cute. Cute. It's Friday. Friday. January. What's the date today? Twenty-first. It's my sister's birthday. Good. Good morning. It's not the twenty-first. Twenty-second. I'm sorry. It was yesterday. Was my sister's birthday. Sigida. <laughs> did you forget? You're like, I hope you said happy birthday to I her did, yesterday. But I'm, I'm discombobulated because I don't know. We're not in our usual rhythm of things. Yeah. So Friday, January 22nd, it's my mom's birthday tomorrow, and we're on, not on the air tomorrow. So I will say happy birthday, Susie. Aww. Happy birthday, Sue. And uh, yes, we're we're actually quarantining in. Uh, their cottage. We have made it uh, deep inside. By the way, yes, broadcasting to you from uh, the New Brunswick bubble. Hey, hey, hey. It's, see, it's, see, my rhythm is all out of whack. Why don't whack you have a new catchphrase for the New Brunswick? What about something like... Uh, Later, bud. Or what about, yeah, something like that or like uh, <laughs> a skadook thing to say, which would be uh, something like... Uh, oh, how you doing? Yeah. You could be like... Uh, Coming to you live from deep in the New Brunswick bush. How you doing, who and who and? How you doing, who and who and? As we say here in Skidip, <laughs> how you doing, who and who and? Uh, anyway, yes, so thank you for watching Sorry. live. Jen is on the comments. Feel free to let us know what you're up to, where you are. We are on day, so Wednesday was one day. Two day, three. We're on day three of our 14-day self-isolation, and then we... Um, And then we do the hubcap. Con- I thought you were giving me a high five. It's weird seeing you. I know. That's a really good high five. <laughs> Try it again. Look at the elbow when you do it. It's too far. Oh. Ow! <laughs> Just my the thumb. whitest high five ever. I have an itchy Ow. nose. Uh, itchy mouth? Of, no nose. Oh. One of the advantages. This is of not fun having on you on camera. camera. Thank you. You got up early and got ready. I know. Usually you're just in your robe at this time. I'm glad we did a little dress rehearsal because the first shirt I was wearing <laughs> was not flattering, you guys. Oh, my God. I blended into the chair. It was not flattering. No, and not flattering is an understatement. You looked like okay. you were 300 pounds. And okay. nobody could say that because What's you're... What's wrong with 300 pounds? Don't say stuff like that. That sounds... Nothing. I'm not saying anything's wrong. I'm saying in real life you're not and you looked like you were. So it was an illusion. If you were 300 pounds and it looked like you were 100 pounds, I'd laugh probably just as hard. No? <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to do... Oh, yeah, that, that was one. better. Well, I like I was that bombing. one the most. I don't like I'm that... Bombing. That sound. No, there's nothing wrong with being 300 pounds. Obviously, that's like putting words in my mouth. <laughs> like you're, you're too woke over there. I need to be the woke one in the couple. It, yeah, because I'm asleep. No, it was just funny because it just it, it looked like a funhouse mirror. I was like, "What's happening?" Right. Now that the is turtleneck. a better way of saying it. <laughs> All right. By the way, it's full Christmas. Oh full, yeah, full you can't Christmas see here. just we'll out of the shot. Mug. Oh yeah, just a little. And just out of the shot here up top, there's these um, balls hanging. 
Do your balls hang low? Oops, wrong one. There's these uh, <laughs> balls hanging. Thank you. <laughs> is there uh, a boing, oing, oing, oing? That yeah, would have been a good one. Do there's it again. these balls hanging. Whoops, wrong no, one. That's... I know, I know that's not the right one. <laughs> there's these balls. <laughs> Thank you for still watching if you've made it this far into this uh, morning's yeah. show. Um, um, by the way, Mike Plume Month continues, but we did not have a pre-show because we're um, in the woods. No, oh, that's not the reason. I was trying to make it diplomatic. It's just because we're trying to get to the bottom of the copyright strikes we keep getting, that it affects it affects our um, channel health on YouTube and Facebook. <laughs> channel health. It, that's what they call well, it. Well, it sounds funny. Yeah, I know, but it's our channel is very unhealthy now, and it, it uh, affects the algorithms, who mm. sees it and whatnot. So, and Mike's given permission, obviously, my brother, to play anything and everything from his catalog, so... I think we've got to go through publishers and get special permissions on our account somehow. But we'll be back. My th Mike Plume Month continues. It's Can just on pause. No. Please, just for a second. You can't You can't confiscate it. Can I please? It's an important part of the First show. First of all, it's mine. <laughs> Not anymore. Give it to me for a minute. I need to see it. I, I want to have it. Put it right here so we can each have a okay. chance. Okay, but prom I don't want you to confiscate it and be like, no, I drive the show now. And Just you're put it down there. Let me see. Let me see. What's here? Oh, I thought there'd be a, a sleeping one, like a snore. Why? Was that was boring? Okay. Was that boring? No. Nope. Well, what do you mean? Why, why would there be a snore? It's bothering me that I have to tilt my head so much to look at you. Well, just look at everybody else then. Night. Well, when you talk to me, I have the instinct to want to look. At, okay. Are you <laughs> going to go through all of them? <laughs> I think I know all of them now. Fart song. I don't know. Those are just the two first words that came to my head. Fart song. Well, that's because you're very mature. Um, so, anyway, yes, I'm sorry that it's boring. Which part? Well, uh, I don't know. I was talking everything? about Mike Plume Month. And oh, you I was just kidding. You were looking for a snoring no, sound. No, I just thought it would be funny because, uh, uh, you know, my instincts are comedic. I yeah. Pull, that's just me. They're a little rusty. That's just me. Rusty comedic. I'm comedic. <laughs> I'm comedic. Yeah, anyway, it looks good. So I, I'm distracted. I keep wanting to look at you and then on the screen because it's fun to see you on there. Right. With your laptop and all of its glory. So anyway, for those who don't know, we are in New Brunswick, self-isolating for 14 days. And then we're doing the Hubcap Comedy Festival and I'm doing uh, L'Embarras du Choix, a French TV show what with host mean? Samuel... Uh, I don't know. L'Embarras L'Embarras du Choix, it means... L'Embarras uh, du Choix. Like you choose. There's, an, there's a... British show called You Choose, and it's been translated to L'Embarras du Choix, but I don't know if that's the direct translate. Mm. Like, I don't know. It's, the premise of the show is it's an hour-long kind of interview thing, and as the guest, you choose different things that dictates the tone and sets the rest of the episode you throughout. You right? No, that was, at that time, uh, Sam Chasson, who's a fantastic host. He also does comedy. and um, In French. In French, yeah. And uh, he's... Uh, he used to host uh, Michant Swari that was at uh, okay. the Titan Boar. I'm saying um a lot today. 
Ooh, I wonder how many times I've done it. Our um count is low. So anyway, so we're in New Brunswick. It was actually a hassle to cross the border. Props to the new province of New Brunswick because so the border is closed to Quebec and to anywhere. No, it's like funny. New Brunswick closed its border to Maine and Quebec, and then Nova Scotia closed its border to New Brunswick because Nova Scotia is doing really well. I don't think they have any. Oh wow! Any case, I, I'm sure they do have a few, but it's very low to almost none. So they're like, "Get out of the bubble, New Brunswick." So we're in the New Brunswick bubble, which is just. It's not even a bubble. I mean, it's the same as everywhere else in the country. It's red right now, so the Hubcap Fest will be virtual. But yeah, when we crossed the border, I thought we were going to get turned around because the border is only open for essential work. Even if you own property or have family down here, it's not enough. That'd be crazy, eh? If you wanted to come and see your family and they wouldn't let you in. Yeah. And you grew up here? It's Well, he told me that. He's at the border. He's like, that's... You can't... I mean, it's not an... Uh, a reason to cross so luckily wow. we had papers through hubcap and worksafe nb but they they checked everything they made us pull over we told them it was essential service we need to make people laugh we need to see usually i would oh go ahead it's like an extension it's become an extension <laughs> it's not the one i would have gone for but which one i said we need we need to make people laugh i would have gone with the laugh Oh, whoops, I thought that was the laughing one. All right, <laughs> I need training. Okay, go. Yeah. No, you can s- just, here, I'll have it here and just grab it out of my hand and place it back in my hand if if you need it. What? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so we've, uh, <laughs> we're in our cottage in the woods and uh, so full strict quarantine. So all we do now is watch stuff that's not very different than from home. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, we watched. I, w- I would say the difference watching here is there's less pressure to get little things done around the house. Yeah, because there's nothing to do here. Like the only thing we have to do is dishes. But you know, when you're at home, you're like, oh, I should really tackle that project. Can we hear that voice again? Oh, I should really talk a lot. Can you lower your vo- uh, your cam or your camera your mic just a nidge? Wee nidge. Oof. <laughs> Anyhoozle. It's dark in this um, setting that we have, but you know what? I kind of like it. I want the new studio to be dark, I think. It's cozy. I want it to be like dark walls and like low candle lit kind of vibe. Yeah. I want to, there's a window in the new studio, but I want to pretty much have blinds on there shut because I like a dark studio. Mm-hmm. In the closet, I uh, have these bright lights on me, which, I mean, why? You know? Well, because bright lights are flattering. Well, so is the dark. Yeah, I guess. It's like, do, do they look good? I'm not sure. I'm going to go with probably, if you're an optimistic person. We're fully caught up on... Uh, uh, it, I didn't deserve that. It was just a, a fun. Well, you always accuse me for not being generous with laughs, so I thought maybe... Mm, uh, it was delayed. Mm. Mm. Oh, you know what? We're not recording the audio. Are we recording at all? Yes, we are. Thank, thank God. But it's okay. I'll, I'll. Um, it's all good. This is yeah. Where's the uh, the thumbs down? No, the there isn't one. I have an idea. There should be one. 
How do you feel being on camera? Weird. There's a lot of freedom and just being in your pajamas and I yeah. don't know. I feel like um I feel like uh I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. We I'm finally adjusting, wa- you know, anything different. I'm yeah. like, what do I do with my hands? I'm like, oh, do I do this? Is this what I do on chairs? Does this look natural? Does this look natural? Looks very natural. Anyway. You look like uh, the robot dance, you know, when you do the <laughs> yeah. where you swing your your hand da- your hang da- your hand dangles off your elbow. There you go. Robot. I'm not that good at it. Happy birthday, Mally, by the way. I didn't mean to, because uh, we didn't actually say happy birthday. I was just like, it's not her birthday today. I know. <laughs> We've, we're, we're fully caught up now on your honor. If you haven't seen this show, do yourself a favor. It's on Crave. It's a show. It's a Showtime, Crave, HBO. Very good. It's with Brian Cranston. Talked about it before. The premise of the show is... Uh, is uh, this uh, judge played by, I was going to say Michael Cranston. Brian Cranston plays a judge, and his son is involved in a hit and run. And uh, so he brings his son to the police station. He wants to do the right thing, of course. He's an honorable judge. Your honor. And so he goes to the uh, police station to turn his son in, and as they're there, they realize that the victim of the hit and run, the, oh, oh shit. No. Oh, oh, no, 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 oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh gosh, there's too oh. many keep. Okay, what's Hold he on. doing? Okay. Let me do it. Let me help. Yeah, Gordy, get, watch out because he's gonna knock the camera off there. Okay. <laughs> Gordy, Gordy. Okay, no. Hold on. Sorry, our dog Gordy just ran in the room and almost knocked over the camera. Okay, I can't believe he didn't. How did he not? How did he not knock that over? Put him in the in the porch and close the the door. Yeah, go left. Perfect. Wow. Oh, he did knock it. Just a little bit. Apologies, everybody. This is what we do. Um, unprofessional figuring it out. Figuring it out as we uh, we go. Hold on. Let me just adjust the camera just a bit. Apologize. minor adjustment anyway if you're just tuning in our dog Gordy just ran into uh, the thing the room and almost knocked the camera over are you coming back never felt so alone anyway watch your oh and there's a great actor so yes he goes to turn his son in at the police station and while they're there they realize that the victim of the hit and run the kid that died is the son of a vicious um, the head of a vicious crime family it's all based in New Orleans. Oh, crap. You know what? I'm turning turning off my phone now because I'm obsessed with my screen time. You good? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Jen's going to feed the dogs and then come back eventually. First day on camera and she's out of here. Uh so Oh, this is Can you can you kind of hurry up? We're in the middle of a show. There's an actor from Boardwalk Empire that's on. He's the he's the guy that plays the head of the crime family. He's such an incredible actor. I want to get his name. Michael something. Let me put... A, oh. 
Michael uh, Stuhlbarg. Stuhlbarg. It's an unfortunate name. Here, let me let me uh, pull up his picture. There he is. So that's Brian Cranston, of course, and Michael Stuhlbarg. Stuhlbarg. I don't know how you pronounce it. When I can't pronounce anything, I just blame it on being French. I'm French. I don't know how to pronounce it. Anyway, there's a few scenes with these guys that's just incredible. Watch your step. And there's something about about watching two actors when they're going at it. And there's this one scene in particular. I won't spoil anything. And he plays such a good villain too, Michael Stuhlbarg. Great. He he was in Boardwalk Empire, like I said, and and he's just so good. And uh, but there's something every time I see a scene with two actors, Brian Cranston, of course, is phenomenal. Oh yeah. It almost distracts me. Distracts? Because you're how, paying attention say that to how distracts you. Distracts. What's wrong? <laughs> I don't know. Distracts. Wait, distracts. You don't pronounce the teeth? In in a quick uh just Jeez. a You know how Very like French. you know how in French you go um there's those times where you put like two letters together? Yeah. Like I remember learning French when I was in university because when I was in like elementary school learning French it was all textbook but then I went to university and they're like conversational and they're like j'ai trop de travail and I was like j'ai trop de travail it just and they're sounds like weird, no all the, of a sudden. No 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 it's the same like distracts. Distra- no, you're you're doing distracts. <laughs> distracts. Just there. like it. okay, distracts. It distracts me when two actors are so good because it removes me from it. I go, "Oh my god, they're incredible." Then I'm not even listening to the dialogue. <laughs> anyway, check it out. Your See, honor. I'm the opposite cuz I'm like the sucker who gets right into like a story. And and I get too scared and I can't watch. Right. I wish I was a little bit more like you, where I can dissect it and remember it's acting. Anyway, yeah. sorry I took so long, but here's Jeez. the story. Can I, can I explain? Are they outside now? No, they're in the front okay. mudroom. But here's the thing. The reason I did that, anybody would do this so that we didn't know the dog would run in just now. He had just gone for a walk with Julian's mom. And so he comes in, and then I see both of the dogs in the mudroom trying to lick out of empty bowls. Of water. I like this new thing, looking into the camera. Empty bowls of water. <laughs> no, but, and then, and then, instead of, there was only one dog bed, so our dog is super comfy on his dog bed, but then I had to get the other dog bed for the other dog. Anybody would do that who had a heart, and I have a heart. You know, we're figuring things out as we go did here. You, I'm noticing it's really dark. Did you just like not hear what I said because you were so amazed at my podcasting ability, just like the actors? Exactly. I was removed from it. Let me just open this curtain a little bit. It's really, really dark. Too dark? Well, who cares really? But Yeah, who cares? We know for next time. We're just figuring out this news space. Yeah, but it's an excellent show, you guys, and I know... Like, um, I mean, just the premise alone would sell anyone, right? It's a crime boss's uh, son who gets hit, and, and then this straight, that when you were out. yeah, straight laced. It, but it's kind of similar to Breaking Bad because in Breaking Bad, he was a teacher, straight laced. It's like it's the same kind of idea. 
Yeah. I'm Only sure next level was, because he's yeah. a judge. Yeah. I actually want to rewatch Breaking Bad because I know we've forgotten a lot. We as a collective brain. I do this thing a lot where I, when I, the idea of rewatching something, I think I remember it all and I go, ah. Like I, when you say let's watch Breaking Bad again, I go through the whole series in my head in a split second. I go, yeah, I remember. But I know within a, an episode or two, That's I'd be true. right back in and, and watching it. It's kind of like being forced into watching The Sopranos or, or Downton. Like uh, <laughs> the idea of it. I'm like, ah, it's an older show. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but then I get into it. What did we try to watch last night? And I was like, it's too soon after Downton. Bridgerton. I couldn't. I know. It's number one ranked in Canada. This I was comparing it to Downton. It's too, I was like, too no, depressing. No, so it's, instead it's we not watched, my Downton. Instead we watched uh, Midnight Sky. Oh, yeah. With uh, George Clooney. I woke up in the middle of the night thinking about that movie. It's a great movie. I liked it. it. I mean, it's good. right up my alley. It's space is involved. George Clooney is like one of the last... He is the last person on Earth, I believe. Well... I don't want to give away. Anything. Anyway, close. Uh, but something I noticed that they do in movies all the time, he did this. And nobody in real life does this. And I brought a prop. This is actually the first time <laughs> I have a prop. Anytime someone takes pills in a movie, they pop the cover and they just, they go. <laughs> you ever notice that? They, they just pour it in. I'm like, you're not scared of ODing? You're and so it, hardcore too, because that's turmeric. Turmeric. Hey. <laughs> well. Do you want to be right or do you want to be wrong? Say it again. No, I can see. See now. Oh, yeah, right. When I was in the living room, I couldn't see you were all ready and co- cocky with your machine. Turmeric. I'm not falling right into that trap. It's a callback from last week's episodes. <sighs> so, yeah, but they always do that in movies. It, it, whether it's like here, you have a few aspirin, like pop the lid off, and they just shovel the whole thing. I'm like, for. Too much tongue work would be involved in that. You've got to make sure yeah, you're and then pushing you're with your tongue. The other. I know that's what I, that takes me out of the scene more than two good actors. I'm like, why are you just mark my work? Start noticing that in every movie that someone takes, whether it's a prescription, whether it's Molly, mm. Molly. <laughs> Like connecting with the youth, they pop the lid open and just. What's Molly again? Is that ecstasy? Yeah. Mm. Why do they call it Molly now? I don't know. Is it like a code name? I have no clue. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> I've. Um... Is anyone out there watching on Molly? If so, call it. Oh, gross! Did you hear what my throat just did? What What happened? Did you choke on a turmeric? Mertney, ding! Haha, that's how I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do. Ding. Okay, do the. I have I have a mouth with a voice, and I can mimic that box. I don't need a box. That's what he said. Hey. That's what he said, fresh off his divorce. I don't need a box, (laughs) because that's all you wear to us—a box. Nice. Kidding. And Uh, uh, so. (laughs) (laughs) The um. By the way, we have a new sponsor. Since this uh, this is on topic, we have a new sponsor today. I'm going to do an ad later. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, we sure do. Hmm. We've got some very loyal listeners that that are, that to them nothing matters more than the integrity of the show, the humor of the show, and our dynamic. Hmm? Thank you, yes. 
What are you talking about? <clears throat> you'll you'll know when I okay. do the ad. Also, uh, in this movie, the the idea of two people being sent somewhere to start a colony is wild. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if you really break it down. It'd be cool if there's a part two. Yeah, but how does that work? I know, because it'd be incest. And, I, and it's not like, I don't want to get into a religion thing, Adam and Eve. And I, I just mean like, we need the a premise. Few, a few of twos. Yeah, but if it's just two, like in the Bible, it has to be like a metaphor for more than two. Like like you said, probably a few twos. I don't know. I don't want to mm-hmm. get too deep into that. But the idea of of two people going to a planet, let's say, and starting humanity over, mm-hmm. two people. How does that work? Like you said, incest. So you'd have to, let's say you have, let's say you max out and have 20 kids. That's a lot of kids, but you could do it. My grandmother was pregnant 21 times. She lost 11 of them. Still births, miscarriages I wonder, and such. I wonder if that's common. Like the more pregnancies that you have... Can you look that up? What's the most? Yeah. What's most children a person spawned? Because really, th- okay. Let's let's say you max out. You go twenty. So you have two spawned. twenty kids spawned. <laughs> I don't think that's the word for it. Isn't it? Don't you call it? It just sounds spawn? like. Well, it sounds Todd, like salmon. Dot tadpoles. Tod, tadpoles. <laughs> salmon spawn. What's the most? The greatest officially recorded number of children born to one mother is... Guess. 32. It's 69. What? Which is hilarious because she wasn't doing that very much. <laughs> She'd have zero if that was the case. <sighs> Sorry. Yeah. That's a... That's a disgusting. It says uh, to the wife of Fyodor Vasilyev. Is that, that even was possible? B seventeen oh seven to seventeen seventeen oh seven before Christ. I guess, but it doesn't say B. It just says B. I think it changed now. I think. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, and it says a peasant from uh, Shuya, Russia. In 27 confinements, she gave birth to 16 pairs oh, of yeah. twins. Okay, yeah, that would make sense. Twins, you couldn't have 69 individual babies. That uh, that would you that's physically impossible. 16 pairs of twins, seven sets of triplets, and four sets of quadruplets. Wow. Oh my god. Okay, so let's say you have 69 children. We're maxing it out on the most documented. So then the next generation, they're going to have to procreate. How does that work? I know. Brothers and sisters just having more children. And then the only way to not make the children... Because it would always be... Oh, no, it could be cousins. What if... Because so after the first... So the first generation would be siblings all having children. And then... After that, it would be cousins you could get away with, and then second cousins, and third, and fourth, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it would take off, but... 
Woo. I wonder, actually, I wonder what the amount of, if you are first, if you're siblings and you have a child together, what is the percentage of the child ending up healthy? Let me Google that. This is zero. Zero? I don't know. Look it up. I don't know. It'd have to be a miracle. Mm-hmm. I knew. I knew um, one of my teachers, shop teachers. Yeah. Had uh, three children with his. He was married to his first cousin. Had three children, and they were all disabled. So, and they were cousins. So, siblings. I don't know. All th- all three of the children were confined to wheelchairs and had severe physical disabilities. Hmm. So. And that was first cousin. So, hmm. like, would that even work? I don't know. It's hard to find the information here. I'm taking a look. Interesting. Well, the reason I ask is because I'm sure that it's happened. Well, I don't know if it's actually, maybe it's completely impossible. But for a first cousin, you can have a healthy, You. I mean, it's, the chances are low, but they're still there, right? I that guess. you could have a healthy Yeah, they, they, Yeah, they would be there. It would be very low. So I guess it would just have to be have to be a lot of miracles for a long time, and then just regular non miracles, right? Because <laughs> then, because then even the father could impregnate some of the children. I know that's happened. Uh, is this too dark for the morning? Happy morning! It's Friday. We we're letting loose. No, but I was just we're thinking letting of, loose. I was just thinking of the premise of this. And Midnight Sky made me think of that. Like, if you send two people to a planet, can you start humanity again? Like, start a colony? And it's like, well, not really. I mean... Yeah. I know what you mean. I would like to know the science behind it. Maybe if there was existence of other life on that planet. Like bacterial life? Yeah, or with a plant or something. (laughs) Maybe if you have, like... If you make love to your sister and then immediately after your sister immediately <laughs> makes love with an aloe plant. Aloe. It would be okay. What about a, uh, what do you call those ones that are uh, Venus flytrap? <laughs> Penis flytrap. Uh, <laughs> welcome to grade four. <laughs> Why can't siblings have children together without physical defects? So that's saying First, that can't, they can't. Um, on a similar note, how distant must the relation be yes. to not have any defects in the children? It says first generation. Now, this is not, this is Reddit. Okay. Just for the right. I like this too. <laughs> like you're looking at an <laughs> now honest. Now I'm all physical. I know. Well, uh, all, maybe all you my, were always, but I couldn't tell on the. All my performance uh, things are coming in into play here. Instincts. Uh, first generation incestuous children don't typically have defects, even f- oh. even between full siblings. It often takes multiple generations of incest or just bad luck of the draw to have children with de- birth defects. Well, I'm yeah, t- but wait, this is a guy. This is not oh. like I said. This is some, Reddit. Yeah, this is some guy named Secure Through Obscure. So, it it says the reason this happens is. We have all the best sources here on the Julian Dion (laughs) Show with Jen Grant. Secure through mature. What is it? Uh, Secure through obscure. The reason this happens is an oversimplified explanation that you get two copies of genes, one from each parent. If you get 
a broken one. This gen generally doesn't affect you because you have a working one that takes over. If you have two defective ones, you present with a defect. Well, I take that back. Then I guess you can start a human colony with just two people. It says your siblings and other related people can and presumably do have normal children without birth defects. Well, there you go. When you take in the average of all children born in the world, however, closely related people have a slightly higher chance of having a baby with a birth defect. The reason for this is that if a defective gene exists in their genetic lineage, then they are both more likely to have it. If they do both have it, then they are both more likely to pass that defective gene onto their child, causing it to have that specific defect. So, I mean, these these are random people that are not yeah, doctors, but, but, but they sound smart. No, no, re- like, Reddit, sounds... no, but Reddit and and like other people will comment and sub comment and and it'll upvote it. It's you can get legit information on Reddit, even though it's just some weird social media thing, but. Um, so that would make sense. So I take all that back. Adam and Eve, if they were perfect without any defective genes, which if they're the, and I don't mean Levi's with a hole in them. <laughs> oh my God. Thank I you. can't believe I even laughed at that. What the hell is wrong with me? And so what? so if they had no, didn't have defective genes, and I don't mean, uh, oh gosh. I, I can think of anything. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't mean my uncle with a third eye, but I have an uncle Gene. Anyway, mm-hmm. and but you'd have to know that for the joke to work. And oh, once you start boy. explaining. Yeah, that's... But anyway, so so then if if like they're perfect, the two first humans, mm-hmm. then that would stand up. But you would have to tell each generation, okay, for a few generations, only make sweet, sweet love to your brother or sister, not your cousins. Sweet, sweet love. Until there are so many generations where you're so removed, you could make sweet, sweet love with a third yeah, or fourth and cousin. And we then... all know sweet, sweet love does not work that way. Right. No one's like, uh, can you fill out this form first? Mm. By the way, I wasn't planning on... Well, if you're hell-bent on starting a colony, mm-hmm. if you're on a planet... Let's remove Adam and Eve from it because I don't want it to get uh, uh, get into a religious debate at all. What I'm saying is, so let's go with the two humans and a new planet. In 2020, mm-hmm. two people are sent to Mars. Can they? 2020, last year, <laughs> someone was sent to Mars. All right. <clears throat> Didn't expect to talk about this this morning. But thank you. This has been fun. Yeah. We're not done. I just no, I mean, know. we uh, watched, of course, the inauguration of Joe Biden mm-hmm. on uh, Wednesday or two. Wednesday. We drove Tuesday. It was one, Of course it was Wednesday. What am I? What am I? What am I? Nuts. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Okay. Do you think this is hyperbole when they say. So, of course, it's a huge deal that that. Joe Biden is president and that Kamala Harris, you know, broke so many barriers and she's now the first woman, first woman of Asian descent, first woman of, I don't remember all of the first, but she has... South Asian, I think. South Asian. What did I say? Asian, but probably doesn't. And uh, African-American. Yes. South Asian. Native? Is she a little bit native? I don't know. I don't remember. Do I remember that? Anyway, I don't want to give her a first that she doesn't deserve. (laughs) 
No, it's fantastic and it's great. Do you think, because as we were watching on CBS and Gail King was on the panel, Oprah's best friend. She's so obnoxious. Who, Gail or Oprah? Both, but I can tolerate Oprah. I like Oprah, but Gail, I don't know, just being... I feel like she that's her biggest credit that she's Oprah's best friend and she I'm probably putting this on her but she's like Oprah light where it's like okay okay we get that you're friends with Oprah like mm. just her I don't know <laughs> this is all on me by the way I I need help serious help and everything I say here is all on me I'm just wondering so she said and my question is do you think it's hyperbole it's like okay she goes so many little girls are huddled around the TV set with their mommies today watching this, filled with hope. Do you think that's true? No. Like, I get this sentiment. I know what she's saying, that that by being the first, it opens up this possibility to women, either of South it's Asian descent like or... It's almost like unconscious. Like, you know. You just know. Once it exists... You go, okay, that's exactly. possible. But, but you're you not verbally all, saying Do you think it. all these little girls are huddled around the team no. going, Mommy, I want to do that. No. Okay, good. They're watching something nonsensical on YouTube with that in the exactly. background. Exactly. Yeah. Or maybe they care when it's... I was thinking about this. It's like maybe they care about like, I want to be president when they're like six or eight years old, but not unlike the kids that are reincarnated in that Netflix series, they forget about it and then all they want to do is to be TikTok famous. Like, I guarantee you no child gives two shits about politics or aspires to that. Well, I'm not saying... But if the, if there's a kid that's really into it, that that's amazing. Like, if, I, if we had a kid and they were super into politics, yeah. Yeah. I would be so happy. Because I would love... If, if we had a child, I would love a nerd child yes that would be great and they do exist because you see them on like ellen and you see these little kids go on and they know so much about geography or dinosaurs or whatever i know i know that they exist but it's very unusual if they if very unusual if they yes and i mean for for the kids that i've been around if this was 1938 and kamala harris was vp then probably little girls would be huddled around the tv with their parents because there was only two channels, well, not 38, but maybe 1948 or 1958. There's like three things on and it was, you know, everything. But I doubt any child was really watch like... Okay, I'm going to say this. Go ahead. I think that it's rare that a child on their own volition would be like, I want to go and watch like with, you know, popcorn sitting there and watching and, and being filled with pride and, and excitement and motivation for themselves and aspirate, you know, aspiring for bigger political things when they're older. I, I think if they wouldn't choose that necessarily, but I can picture many a parent or mother saying, come and sit down with me. We're going to watch something groundbreaking. And this is because like Mary Jo, your sister, Mary Jo, yeah. um, her, she had posted something on Instagram about her daughter writing a letter to Kamala Harris yes. and writing, you are powerful. And I think that that comes from the parent um, guiding their child to pay attention to how extraordinary this is. That's kind of my, yes, absolutely. Yeah. And and it's all great. And I'm, I know this is probably coming from a, a, a point of uh, privilege and... Uh, you know, I'm a white m- male. You are? 
mm-hmm. and uh, cynical and mansplaining, but my niece is seven. I would like to see her if she'd written that letter if she was 14. Maybe. I mean, she, they're extraordinary kids, and my sister's fen- phenomenal. I just mean in general, like... When she said that, I'm like, uh, no, they're not. Like, it just me, sounds like it sounds like yeah. it's like kind of like how factory farmed meat will put a label, or factory farmed milk will pull a, put a label on the label. There's like a farm and like pastures, and like you'll see like a yeah. cow in a green field. I mean, yeah, that's fine. It looks, f- but that's the reality. Is they're crammed in these little yeah cubicles. Yeah, it's like you're you're yeah. It's like romanticizing, fantasizing, romanticizing and again, I'm I'm probably just being this cynical comic that's trying to find something funny in this, and none of this is funny so far. <laughs> but I just think most little girls are like, I want to be TikTok famous, and well, they and could. I, yeah, I just. Remember. I think, I think when kids are like really young, they they have really huge dreams like you say to a little boy that's under 10 I want to be president exactly or I want to be an astronaut or whatever and then you go through a stage when you're a teenager and the hormones kick in and all you care about is like you know getting drunk maybe drinking and experimenting then you discover that your odds of an astronaut of perishing are 1 in 60 and you're like no thanks and you just want to have like fun and just be like I just want to tend to this boner (laughs) Yeah, tend to it. I'd love to hear teenagers say this. I must tend to this. That's like that's like if Carlston from uh, Carlston or uh, what's his name from Downton Abbey, the Mrs. Bob Moore. Yeah, the head of the servants. Oh, now I can't remember. Carlson. Carson. Carson. Carson's like I must tend to this boner. Um. Yeah. But but and then just one second. I'm so sorry. When I was a teenager. I it's like you're not yourself like you're like drunk with hormones and then you get a little bit older like 20 21 22 then for me anyway <laughs> for me anyways when I got to that age then I cared and I was like oh now I'm really into it but I do think some kids are just you know yeah I don't know they have their shit together more than I did yeah yeah of course I was just course, all about fun of course there are these incredible kids and my sister's kids are are like that. They really are phenomenal, and um, but just but the phrase today, this is a historic day, and little girls all across the country are huddled around the television set with their mothers. It's like no, no, they're not. None, no, no, they're just not. It's yeah, you like she painted get- the picture that if you were to look in all American households, you know, eight out of ten would have little girls huddled around the TV going, I want to do that, mommy. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, just not. I feel like she could have gotten the same point across by not saying it like that. Right. Like she could have said. Yeah, this paves the way for any exactly. little girls out there. But the huddled around the TV. But that's what I mean about Gail King that bothers me. Like it's corny? But she's like, I'm oh, I'm Oprah's best friend. I'm going to say what Oprah would say in this moment. And it's, Oprah, I could see Oprah saying something like that. And I would, I would be less annoyed by it for some reason. But because I know she's Oprah's best friend and she's like, today. And it's just. And also something that's annoying about the media is how biased each channel... Like, we were watching it on CBS, and it was so biased. They're talking about 
Dr. Jill Biden and, and then they're comparing her to Melania and they're like, you know, I could count on my fingers how many times I saw Melania alone without her husband. It's like, leave Melania alone, first of all. Like, she, leave her out of this. She didn't do uh, deserve any of this. She's just married to this guy and, you know, she's, she's an immigrant. She comes from, what is it, Romania, I think? No idea. And she's the first lady of the country. Amazing. Her life, just leave her out of it. She has why is nothing her life to do- amazing? Well, what she's accomplished, I don't know where she's. What has she, she accomplished? Well, she, she's a model, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then she God. became the first lady of the country. I mean, that's. You don't think that's an accomplishment to become the first lady of the country? I don't know. In this context, just, just well, but see, even you, this is it bothers me. You're looking at Melania like, <laughs> you think her life is easy? I mean, yes, of course. In some ways. In some ways, it's easy because she has all this money, but she, Actually, she's no. married to Donald Trump. Yeah. she. Uh, everybody hates her. A lot of people hate, I, loathe I, her for husband. The rec- for the record, I don't hate her. I know, but you're you're like, why? What has she done? Like, it's no, this, no, I'm just but wondering. But it's this slant on her. It's like, just leave her alone. She's no, just no, no, living no, alone. She didn't curious. ask for all this. No, I, but the way you looked at me just now, I saw it. Well, because I was go, just wondering, no, why, no, no. Why? she like? No, I just, I, I thought, is there something I'm missing? No, is there something I'm missing? That... I you, don't think I know you after 12 Your face, you were looking at me. I'm going to look at the camera like, what, what did Melania do? No, I just honestly didn't know. Yeah, but it's this... It's I thought like, you were insinuating what she did was amazing by marrying Donald Trump. <laughs> that is amazing. Imagine you have that thing climb on you. Anyway. Yuck. No, but, but, you know, loathe him, despise him, all... The, what, just leave her out of it. But it's... So on the like, w- w- if you watch CNN or whatever, and it's the same if you write watch Fox News, but it's so ridiculously cartoony biased. It's like, is this real? So that, and then they were like talking, comparing Jill Biden to. It's just leave Melania out of it. That's what I mean. It's mm-hmm. like okay, maybe it was easy for her to marry Donald Trump and become the first lady just by default. Sure, let's say it is easy, or her life is really easy. She didn't ask for it. She didn't ask to be insulted and and whatever. Anyway, forget her. Forget Melania. Well, there's a downside no. to a lot of things, right? Fame and, you know. That. Yeah, but people, she's famous and people hate on her just because, like, I the don't The association? Know. Yeah, and they make fun of the accent and all this. Oh, like, that's just, not nice. Just leave her out of it. It's it's fine. She's just like, that's my point. And, and I say this I all the time. I would love to be a fly on the wall when they're just hanging out. Well, they don't. I mean, they were living on separate floors on the White House, in the White House. She was on the roof. <laughs> no, but anyway, so but this so when Gail King said this thing, it bothered me. And just to that point again, of little girls huddle, huddling around the TV. Like I said, if this was 1948, sure, maybe. But in 2021, it's incredible what she's done because she is the first. But it feels like, and this could be very much coming from a point of privilege, the uh it seems like in 2021 it's like yeah of course Kamala Harris is VP like sure it just seems like very possible in my mind you know what I mean not to take away anything that she's the first of all those things but it's like yeah it's not like what oh my gosh it is though she's uh the it is in the in the way that she is the first to, to get there but to it's- me it's just like yeah, it's totally coming from a place from of privilege that you right. don't intend to, but it is. Yeah, but yeah. it is. You know, it just is because you 
And also you're a nice person that wants other people to have opportunities. And so you just assume everybody's like you, but it's that's just not the way it is. Yeah, you're right. It is coming from a place of privilege. And, and I, I take mean, that back. If you think about like think about this. How many female prime ministers have been there been in Canada? One. And does that really count? Yes. Like it does, but while you're she now didn't being get the- a fair she didn't get a fair try. Like it wasn't a fair shot. And I don't know enough about it to really go deep, but it's not of like of course it counts. But so you're no, taking that away from it, her if you go. It, yeah, but that doesn't count. There hasn't of course been. Not. If, so what you're saying is there hasn't no, been any not. really. Like no, if no, you no. really think about it, no, it just wasn't. She didn't get her fair shot, basically. And I don't know enough about it. Like I said, to delve into it. We're so talking about Manati. But why even bring it up? But I was just kidding. That was the first <laughs> female in the NHL. No, no, no. I just want to say that. Other than Kim Campbell, there has never been a female prime minister. Even if you say, which there has been one, but the context of that and the situation, it wasn't like... Because it was by default? Like, why? Yeah, like, again, I'm going to use the wrong terminology and embarrass myself. So I'm not going to... I'm not... Why? I'm done that page of notes. In the middle of me talking. Sorry. I always do that uh, on the show. It's just I you feel don't like see I me. didn't get a fair shot at what I was going to well, say. Well, it doesn't get count. Do you get it? Yeah. No, no. I just think like, okay, even if that was um, a full opportunity to to be everything that she could have been in that position, okay? Let's just say that that's one in all of history. Yeah. Like sexism is alive and well. Do you think it's because people don't like women that she's there there hasn't been one i think that i remember i remember as recent as uh being i remember being as recent and being as as recent as me being in university and high school i remember that there was a topic brought up in one of my classes are women too emotional for politics the answer is yes Uh, 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 it's a uh, joke uh. no but it's crazy it is crazy anyway yeah but you guys have that one week of the month you'd have to take off i'm just kidding i'm just trying to be uh, bring levity like something else sarcastic levity you're something else i'll give you that much performed at the inauguration he also did something that's annoying what did he do (laughs) well and I'm probably just really cynical, actually, now that I've ta- listened to myself. He was singing, and he's like, all right, for this next verse, I need everybody here to sing with me. And you two at home, stand up and sing this one with me. And I'm like, ugh. Like, really? Who's at home going, you know what? You're right, and standing up and singing. All those little girls huddled around the TV. <laughs> <laughs> actually, that deserves a that deserves an applause break. Okay, enough. Okay, yes, it wasn't that far. There. Oh my God. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's like, all right, this next verse, I need ever. And he sing- sang it. And uh, I'm like, uh, like, who's at home standing up? Yes, Garth. And like <laughs> singing this next verse loud. I'd be like, what's wrong? If you were standing up singing and be like, are you okay? We. I actually kind of envy that. What? Imagine just being that like into life that you were like yeah, not you're right. cynical I, at all. I'm very cynical today. And then you just get up and you're like, yeah, Garth, I'm so overwhelmed. And you know what? I bet you more than ever, 
Mm-hmm. There were actually more people doing that yeah. on that day because I've seen an outpouring on my social media about people being absolutely emotionally overwhelmed by that day. And yeah. that and everyone, even leading up to it, people are just overjoyed. I thought you were going to say even Lee. <laughs> even Lee Cormier. <laughs> yeah. Chair dancing. Yeah, um, that's another thing. Oh, I'm used to doing the podcast standing up. Oops, guys. What, what sorry. happened? Oh, I just dropped my phone where I'm keeping my daily dose. That's right. <laughs> And here is your daily dose for Friday, January 23rd. 22nd. Thank you very much. Is it the 22nd or 23rd? I don't know. (laughs) I'm scared. It's the 22nd. See, I'm so out of sorts. I'm so sorry. You just said 23rd. Off the top, you said Uh, 21st, your sister's birthday. Yeah, but I'm admitting it. Okay, so here's uh, your daily dose for today. The uh, <laughs> just today, because <laughs> huh? you're just like okay today. Well, I then. just did it. I just, anyways. So remember, uh, I I know that you're gonna like this story, Jules, because it has to do with aeroplanes. Uh oh. So the Boeing 737 Max is back in the air. 740. Or, oh no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Oh, thank you. I'm so. I'm. Do you want to mansplain my I'm, daily dose? I'm mansplaining. I'm cynical. I'm white. You're incorrectly correcting. So the Boeing 737 Max is back in the air. How does that make you feel? WestJet became the first Canadian airline to operate a commercial flight using the aircraft since the global grounding in 2019 following two deadly crashes. Well, I'm, I'm less scared because they were sued like 2.1 billion or fined Boeing what? Uh... Boeing was sued $2.1 billion. Okay. Someone, you'd think you just got that toy, but... So WestJet said earlier this month that it intends to offer flexibility to its change and cancellation policies for customers who are uncomfortable flying on the max. Oh, give me back my money. That would be me. I know. It feels like it's getting darker because it just got overcast a little bit. Go ahead. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. All right, do you have caffeine or something? No, like, I think I was. Sheesh. So, um, yeah, well, I wanted to tell you that. So Air Canada is expected to follow suit on February 1st. I I would be 100% happy if I never flown again, if I never flew again. Would you get on a 737 Air Max? No. Me neither. The, Are you going to know when two, you book it? I think you can see, yeah. I think. I don't know, but you know, at some point, I don't know. This is how money dominates. They're like, yeah, we had two crashes and paid two point one, but we didn't put them in the air. And it's like, so they had two major crashes. Major. By the way, we should look into uh, that other crash that happened two weeks ago. I'm just curious what ever happened. I know they found some debris, but anyway. Oh no, we did. If they were looking for the black box and they were underwater. Moving on, but and then they parked them the 737 Max airs, and then they one pilot it was an empty flight, and a pilot was moving one like from Florida to somewhere else. 
and I had to turn around like two minutes into the flight because it was like malfunctioning again. So, ugh, crappy. So, uh, sh- shifting gears here, more than 100 employees of a Canada Post facility in Mississauga have tested positive for COVID-19 so far this month. That explains the delays in the mail. Is anyone else waiting for something in the mail? Oh my gosh. Takes forever. So, yeah. And also, um, snowbirds. So I was talking about this the other day. This, a story about snowbirds uh, from Canada. A lot of uh, retired people going to Florida yeah. to get the vaccine. Because the, the, they were allowing people, even if you're not a yeah, yeah. resident or uh, not a U.S. citizen of um, or a citizen of Florida, to be able to go and get your vaccine. But now you're not, you can't just be anyone that's doing that. Like some people were uh, just going down for three weeks so they could get the vaccine and come back home. But now you have to show that you have residency. Can they just give this vaccine? I mean, I know. They're so hung up on the rules of who should get it that so many people aren't getting it. And in fact, they're throwing out a lot um, in the States. They're throwing out a lot in the states because the the uh, they have all these rules. You have to okay, vaccine people in the first group. If you vaccine anybody that's not in the first group, you get fines. But then they were throwing it out, and you get fines if you get it thrown. So it's like you can't win because then they were like, "I'm not explaining that right." Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little confusing. All of a sudden. I thought it would just like click for me, you know, when you just keep listening and thinking, okay, it'll, it'll make sense at one point. Um, but I was reading in, in Israel, or no, is it Israel? Yeah, Israel, they've already given out 2.2 million vaccines. They're going by genera- or by decade. They start, okay, if you're in your 90s, and yeah, in your 80s. How now they're at Canada? They're at their 40, uh, they're in the 40s, people doing, they're vaccinate. they're vaccinating people in their 40s. Yeah, but how many people Vaccine. have gotten just gest- vaccines the, in Canada? Not many. Like the wait three They're weeks, go forever. down south for three weeks, come back and get just vaccinate people, then it won't be such an issue. I don't know. It seems crazy to me. It says that more than half a million of Canadians have been vaccinated. Surprised it's that many, actually. Yeah. Any hoozle. Um, so those snowbirds, but that would suck, eh? If they made that decision while you were down there in between doses. Yeah. Say you bought a ticket and you got a hotel for three weeks just to get vaccinated. And then they're like, actually, we changed our mind. And you're like, oh, Johnson and Johnson. Johnson and Johnson is coming out with one that will just be one shot. I heard that. Wouldn't it just be called a Johnson? (laughs) <laughs> so um i like that the sound machine is annoying on its own and you just voice it after i know anyways well you can't control what i do with my voice whoops so <laughs> or can I? I i was told by julian before the show today that this is old news so i apologize it's funny because i find it ironic i do a news segment when i don't really watch the news the only time i look at news is when i'm preparing for the daily dose right but um the uh joe exotic Mm -hmm. you know old news 
He wanted. He was expecting to get a pardon and had a limo waiting for himself for him after. Well, it's ridiculous that they were expecting it. Like, I don't know. Go ahead. Yeah, but he's been denied. Right. And do you know what he says? Do you know what he said on his on his tweet what? about in the uh, reaction to it? Does he tw- have Twitter in prison? Yeah. No, he somebody's doing it for him, obviously. Right. But he's as if it's him. Do you know what he said on his Twitter? That I, bitch Carol Baskin Baskin done done me up. No, I was too innocent and too gay to deserve a pardon from Trump. Ugh. I only he said I only mattered to Don Jr. when he needed to make a comment about me to boost his social media post. Boy, were we all stupid to believe he actually stood for equal justice. His corrupt friends all come first. It, 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 he plotted to murder a woman. I know. I mean, people forget that. People are like, oh, he's on Netflix. Pardon him. It'll be hilarious. It's like he, he legitimately yeah, hired someone to kill a woman. Like solid proof. Well, it's yes. I know. I mean, yeah, I agree it would be funny if he got pardoned. but And it wasn't Donald Trump Jr. that brought it, brought it, brought it up. It was actually uh, Jim Norton and Sam Roberts. They have 100% credit mm. for this because Don Jr. is a semi-regular guest on that show. He calls in. And they brought up, I think it was Sam that said, you should, uh, what are the odds that you think your dad will pardon Joe Exotic and all this? Because they, people were talking about this when the series came out and realized he was in jail. They're like, you should get a pardon. Again, why? He's a total piece of shit. Anyway, so, and then Don Jr. laughed about it and he's like, yeah, I'll tell my dad. And then at a press conference, someone said, your son was on a radio show and mentioned uh, that he would tell you about uh, uh, pardoning Joe Exotic. And mm. and Donald Trump just said, that does sound like Don Jr. and laughed it off. Mm. So then it was like, maybe he will on his way mm. out. But that, that would have been ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Although yeah, entertaining and funny. Is, Trump is ridiculous. So yeah. who knows? So remember I sent you something? This is what yeah. it is here. Well, you sent me two things. So is it the same same thing? You can show either one of them. doesn't matter. Okay. So this is a gross story, but uh, a modern bobbit worm hunts on the seafloor with its head exposed. That's the picture you'll see. It's already up. Is it? Okay. Researchers have found fossils suggesting that they were terrorizing the ocean the same way 20 million years ago. So they're a predatory worm and Ew, this is so gross. They're as long as an adult human terrorized, terrorizing the ocean. So they're as long as an adult human. Underneath the the ground. Human. Yuck. The fearsome creatures hid underneath the seafloor waiting to seize unwitting, unwitting prey with their slicing jaws and drag them underground to be consumed. Ew. So right now we're seeing a little fish. It looks like a goldfish or something. Or a little fishy. This big one. So, and then it's the other disgusting. one, is that the hole? Huh? You sent me two images. Is the other one the hole? Yes. So that's what they found. Um, I'll, I'll tell you about the hole in a second. Okay. So unlike traditional fossils that are Let's usually... Let's not jump the gun and get to the hole too quick. <laughs> oh, boy. Um... Unlike traditional fossils that are usually formed from the hard parts of an animal's body, such as its bones or shell, the worm fossils are trace fossils consisting of non-biological traces such as a footprint 
or in this case, a burrow. The fossils are described in a study published this week in the journal Scientific Reports. The fossil burrow opening... Well, everybody can see you do that. No, the image is up. Oh, okay. <laughs> the fossil burrow... They can hear me mouth it. I was like... <laughs> it's opening it yeah, yeah. okay is compared to a modern bobbit worm burrow opening the researchers found that the fossil and modern burrows were similar so when you see those two pictures one is uh from like 20 million years ago and the other it's crazy that you could even see that from that long it's ago. crazy that that's somebody's job that they make like six figures to Yuck. just like study these things yeah Bobbit worms are named for the slicing ability of their jaws, which was likened to the slicing that abused wife Lorena Bobbit did to remove her husband's penis in 1989. Can you believe that? That's why they call it a bobbit worm. That's weird. It didn't have a name before 89. That's stupid. That's weird. That's so stupid. As if uh, nothing else, there's no other slicing references you have to go with. I know. Uh, that's lame. That's just somebody well, trying to be it? funny and clever. What was it named before 89? They they have also been compared to sand crawling monsters in science fiction worlds such as Star Wars, Dune, and Tremors. Bobbit worms and their relatives are thought to have existed a long time ago. Fossil jaws of what is thought to be the oldest bobbit worm were found in a 400 million year old rock formation in Ontario. What? That's my new thing, my new catchphrase. So gross. I know that everything needs to exist and there's a reason for everything in the world. But yuck. You see that thing? Yeah, I did. It was up, yuck. Was up for think of this. Think about the shit that's uh, down on the bottom of the ocean. Yuckaroos. Yuck. <laughs> that's your daily dose for today. Oh, <laughs> Yuckaroos. Who am I? I embarrassed myself, guys. Uh, the, the computer is ill placed. But. Daily dose, no. daily dose, get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose, daily dose, all your news from coast to all coast. All the news and headlines from Jim Grant. It makes it hard to dance while looking at you. I gotta be honest, when I'm in the closet alone, I can just really... Go for it? Yeah, but then with you there, like, going like this next to me, <laughs> I, I don't know. You'll get used to me being here. Makes me self-conscious. Well, in the new studio, we're not going to be able to see each other during the broadcast. Yeah, we're better at low fives and high fives. That was pathetic. <laughs> but yeah, in the new studio, we're still going to be hidden. So, and I like that. I like just hearing you. Okay. Maybe I'll do the show like this. Maybe we should make this COVID uh, compliant and have partitions between us. Yeah, okay. Y'all We could put a sheet here. And we could still see both of us. Maybe I'll do that. A Bristol board? Put something there hanging. You're yeah. hmm. on to something, Jenny. Hmm. Let me do this while I have you here with me, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, and you can't get up to the pish. Not? I could if I pish. I hate that. <laughs> Yeah, but people will see it. Usually y y you do it within the commercial and it's nobody knows. Uh, no one cares. Wow. What a way to find out. Let me just tell you this while I have you here with us. This episode of the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant, live and direct on camera. Jen Grant. It's brought to you by Gringo's Blazing Sauces. Do yourself a favor and go to gringosblazingsauces.com for a wide selection of the best small batch salsa and hot sauces 
grilling and barbecue sauces, charcuterie jellies that you will ever taste. We are pepperheads. We know. Trust us. All right. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com. Chef owned and operated, so they use nothing but the best hand-selected, freshest ingredients. It's small batch stuff, so a lot of love and care goes into each batch. I was thinking maybe we should tell people our favorites because there is a wide selection. Like yeah, I said, everything true. I say is true in this ad. Uh, I like Sizzling Nirvana. El Camino Cerdo are my favorites. In the salsa, I love um, Fire and Brimstone. It's really hot. If, if you like hot stuff, get Fire and Brimstone. You get uh, just packed full of flavor. I've tried it on the show. Last time we were in New Brunswick, I took a spoonful and gave me the hiccups right away. I'll sit there and have half of a bottle of it or a third, and you just sweat, and I love it. Which one's your favorite? Venus Rising. Venus Rising. That's my Go favorite. Go to Gringo's so Blazing yummy. Sauces. It tastes like caramelized onions and cherry. It's like got this like hint of cherry with caramelized onion. Oh, it's so good. It is and very the, good. And what's the, the salsa blue- I like? The scorpion? Yeah, scorpion salsa. It's spicy, but it's not over the top. And also the blueberry one. I forget the name. They Blue, have a, blueberry burn? Yes, blueberry blueberry burn. That's kind of their signature and what they started off. It was like their main uh, product. But you can't it's, lose with anything. It's oh, so good. Gringo's Blazing Sauces, they are based out of Ottawa and they ship all over North America. And if you live in Canada and order or, or ship up. If you live in Canada and your order is over forty dollars, you get free shipping on that bad boy. Gringo's Blazing Sauces.com. Oh, two minute live read. Wow, hey. <laughs> the board is so oh and uh, of course we do have a new sponsor today this episode of the Julian Dion show with Jen Grant is also brought to you by PM <laughs> PM go down <laughs> PM go down and the sound machine Oh my god. Yes, loyal listener, fan, and friend of the show, PM. That's me getting. Good. Uh, uh, yeah, PM is uh, now today officially a sponsor of the show because hilariously, last week when we were doing one of the episodes on Thursday, it's, I was pressing the buttons on the sound machine and nothing was coming out. No sounds, nothing. And for a brief moment there, thought the batteries were dead. And PM's reaction. He thought his whole mine? world was. And cr- what's mine? Thought his whole world was crumbling. So, to make sure we run out, never run out of batteries, PM shipped us not one, not two, but three packs of these <laughs> tiny little batteries that fit in this thing he looked up the machine that's why that day he was like can I see the machine and I was like <laughs> I was wondering why I put it up can on I camera see what it looks like I put it on camera and he researched the machine found out the batteries and sent it sent it to us so thanks <laughs> that's PM hilarious. best episode of the Julian Dion show brought to you by no. PM say it out hey, for PM, PM thanks, thanks to you we have the sound machine PM thanks to you we won't go without the sound machine yeah. Don't ever send the batteries to us. Julian is crazy with this machine. To me, it completes me, and by default, you complete me. PM, so thank you. PM, don't appreciate the batteries. PM, please. Without you, PM, we are literally PM, dead. Literally. Don't bring the batteries Couldn't to do our it without house. you, buddy. 
via Canada Post. Why could Canada Post be slow? And to ship something to during a global pandemic means a lot to us, and don't forget it. Oh. We will always remember you, PM, for sending us batteries in the mail. Without you, we simply cannot fail. What do we do? Well, we make sound effects with a little voice box sound machine, and that really keeps us going. It's brought flavor to life, color to life. Gringos is... have our address, by the way. It's not that we give our address out to everyone every day. No, he... It's because... Go ahead. He was in charge of a comedy festival. Still is. Not past tense. Had your address because I had you filled a contract up a with contract. Him. Yes, so he has all of my personal information, including my SIN number. Can you number. try to rhyme, please? Oh. Including your SIN number. Why do people say SIN number is not an S-I-N-N? Oh, my S-I- God. SIN is social insurance number, so why don't you say he has my SIN number? At the number. end, I was trying to rhyme. Oh, remember? Whoops. Yeah. Uh, I love your like try, try to rhyme please and then you're like sin number what is it at the sin number and I don't Gringo's blazing at spice to our life and PM at some color ramen yeah oh, thank you yeah I thought that was really funny that he shipped us those batteries that's hilarious Three weeks into the resolutions, how is uh, how are your resolutions coming along, Pretty Jenny? Pretty good. I'm not perfect, but who is? Uh, no, is today asking. three weeks or four weeks? No, exactly three weeks. Yeah, yeah. three weeks. Pretty much, fr- just a little over. No, it's exactly three weeks. The no. first was on a Friday. Okay, but the 21st would be three weeks into... Yeah, but the it was... The 21st was on a Thursday, so if you count weeks, if you go one week okay. from today, you don't go Tuesday or whatever. You wouldn't go one week I from today. I think your sleep. resolution of uh, not being as critical... Is mansplaining? ...is not working. That wasn't... You've a, broken that, was that resolution. Never. That was never a resolution. Really? Can't, can, I, can I please make your resolutions for you? Because I'm really aware of your problems. This is fun having you on camera. I like it. Thank you. This has been a, a fun show. This is the I'm liking the dark vibe on the feed. Mm-hmm. I like a dark studio. What what can I say? Mm-hmm. I learned this about myself. I yeah, yeah, yeah. My resolution <laughs> screen time is going really well. Oh, sorry, I didn't ask. My average. I know you could care less. My average is no, two hours and seven minutes. That's, That's the great. average. I've gone it's over. You I'm, get me to Google stuff, so. Well, I also use my computer more and watch TV a lot more, but True. really the the thing with the the screen time is the scrolling. I'm not on my news feed or on Twitter. That's really or on good. Instagram. That's so a huge improvement. I feel genuinely more happy in my life. And also a big one is not to use your phone for the first hour of the day on my phone. Uh I can use your phone in the first hour. Of the day. No, I I it was reduced screen time to an hour and a half a day. No added salt. That one failed. It's hard. You don't I, I like eat a, little, a lot, though. I very don't eat much salt. <laughs> very don't eat much. And the uh, not using my phone for the first hour of the day, reduced screen time, and meditating five minutes a day. I've been doing that every day. I missed the last two That's days. That's great. Did you go today? Or did you do it today? No, but it's early. I'm going to do Will it. Will you do it today? Yes, absolutely. Did you do it yesterday? Because I love it, yes. No, I didn't do yesterday and the day before. I missed it two days. Great. But in it's the new changer. in the new year, I mean, f- out of... 
four weeks or three or four point zero one weeks. That's pretty good that I only missed two days. And I didn't like missing. I was like, eh. I know. But that's, you know, you're doing great. Good job. Thank you, Jen. That's all I wanted. You're doing really well. All right. And I hope all of you are as well. Well, let's... Uh, wrap her up. Let's wrap her up. And we'll be back on Monday for... Okay, we're going to do this segment now. We've whoa. done... Whoa, 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 whoa. That's whoa. a wrong thing. <laughs> that was my vo- that was really confusing All right. so yes here we are Friday we'll be back on Monday have a great weekend everybody we'll be back Monday for day 6 of our 14 day quarantine there she is Jen Grant love you Jenny I blow kisses every day no one sees you me. really no. alright thanks Jenny Just kidding, yes we appreciate it. We appreciate you. Thanks for watching. The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. We are live Mondays through Fridays at 7 a.m. Eastern on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter Live, Twitch, and Daily Motion. Now that it's not Periscope and it's Twitter Scope. Twitter Scope. Twitter. Anyway. And of course, available on demand on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, everywhere you get your podcasts. Okay. Thanks for watching. We appreciate it. We'll see you on Monday morning. And until then, watch your head. I went to school. Yeah, I learned a lot. Got a degree in what I'm not. You spend your life looking for what you already got. Such a beautiful waste of time. Waste of time. of time.